innovation is in our veins. Soon the whole world will know our names. Sharing our knowledge and freedom reign. We give for the people, you know it's our way. Setting foundations is part of the dream. It doesn't matter if you're new to the game. Listen up now, cause we all gon' say, Ugh. Elevate, 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 higher. Elevate, 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 higher. We gon' rise up. Shine. Work through adversity, stay on the grind. Elevate, elevate, this is our time. Elevate, elevate. Welcome to the Elevate Podcast, everyone. It's so great to have you all on one more time. It's your boy Josh Dalton. And we're great to have you on. We today we're gonna be getting into Dude, just QA, honestly. Just some stuff we've seen on our TikTok and uh some spicy stuff comments. That needs some explanation. Yeah, we got some responding. Some words. We got some words. We got some. We are going to respond to a few different comments that we've seen on TikTok. We appreciate everyone who's been responding, mainly to those who have been responding uh, strongly but empathetically, um, and trying to be human beings. That's hard to do sometimes these days. Absolutely. And uh, but to those who went savage on us, oh baby, we got a message for you. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> coming for you. <laughs> Good. <laughs> you know, baby. Here we go. Ew. ASMR. Uh, so <laughs> we are uh, we're gonna be talking about the Halifax Bridge, a budget. Yep, the budget. And we're that gonna I'm not get sure if some people looked up before they yeah before they piped off came out of <laughs> yeah yeah. When you come at Josh and Dalton, be careful because yeah we do take have these hot takes, but we also do so we also use informed. Google yeah. <laughs> And we'll admit when we're wrong. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we talk about the Halifax Bridge, but we'll also be talking about the. Actually, that's going to be a secret, but we're going to talk about the CRTC, and we're going to drop that knowledge a little uh, bit later. Whoa! <laughs> Woo-hoo, let's go, government! Yay! Or is uh, it? Get it? Oh, it's you have to spicy listen time. right to the last minute of this podcast. Speaking of which, we have a fifty percent retention rate for the full podcast, so keep that up. We I love know that. we love the love. We love the love, and these are just two guys rambling. It's straight up, you know. We love it. So, so that's what we're getting into today. Uh, that is about three minutes of absolute spiel. Uh, but first, I got a question: Is it normal? Uh, is it normal You're not for- gonna like my answer to this question. <laughs> oh no! So okay, is it normal for people to mow the lawn in the rain? No, no. Pay someone. No. What do you mean? Don't even mow it yourself. Thank you. Mow, pay someone to mow the lawn, dude. That's crazy, dude. So I was, me and Kelsey went out for a drive. Oh no! And uh, we were driving out in Eastern Passage, and it was. The, I love that. Drive. It was the Saturday morning where it was just. Pouring rain. That's a great drive for a rainy day. Yeah, too. it was a great drive for a rainy yeah. day. But it's pouring. And I see someone out in the rain mowing their lawn in that. I was like I thought you weren't supposed to because it would no, it builds up. Yeah, it just it messes you're up your not. lawnmower. I literally yeah, did yeah. I worked for a landscaping company for three years. Oh. And they were always like, Do not rain when like, like, they'll, can, rain. like they'll cancel bookings <laughs> if it's raining. Well, yeah, because yeah, you never it? you never mow the lawn in the morning. Right. It doesn't matter how nice it is because the the grass is going to be dewy or it's going to be wet. Yeah, it has so to dry you, off. Because you're going to ruin the machines that you use because the buildup underneath. Yeah, it's not about the lawn. It's no. about protecting the blades, right? It's exactly that because yeah. you want to have maintenance properly used because the, if it's raining, you're like, no, I'm not going to mow the lawn. Like just. Also, I could never bring myself to go walk around my yard in the rain. True. <laughs> That's just me. Like the like the lawn couldn't wait a day. Like it can wait a day. It can. 
And uh, well, I mean, mine's waited four weeks at this point, so I need to get on top of that. Oh one, no! Get one last cut in before you know, oh, no. the winter sets in. But I just saw this, and I saw this person doing strange behavior, mowing it, and they had their hood up, obviously, with their rain gear on, and just mowing this lawn. I was just like, I I'm not gonna lie, I it was a complete and utter absentee statement to make, but this was my response. I looked at Kelsey. I was like, "Is that person clinically insane?" <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I mean, <laughs> I just Wait. like, they, uh, I listen, I respect anyone who has a schedule and that was probably just like a dad who's like, I mow the lawn on Saturday, every second Saturday without fail before I go to Canadian Tire. And that's great. But that is odd behavior in the rain. Like even my stepdad was like, hey, it's going to be raining all week. Like you need to go do it now or we're going to have grass that's up to our knees. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's Maybe, great. was his grass really long while he was mowing it? Like, maybe he didn't want to wait oh, no. for the rain like, to make it even longer. But it's not even mm. going to make a difference if it's that long. Like, if it was a push one, right? He wasn't, like, sitting no, on it was, one? it was a lawnmower. Oh, my god! It was like, yeah, it was a push lawnmower. Yeah. Um, but, like, a... Gas, not one. like Gas. a hand. Yeah, but yeah. I've used one. They're horrendous. <laughs> yeah. You need to be so strong. And I, I mean, you could do that in the rain, but that's just like, that's asking for it. It's like, <laughs> oh, you're getting your workout in today. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So I just, I was, I was flabbergasted by that. I was, yeah, like, that is odd behavior. And Kel- Kelsey was laughing at me. She's like, why are you so bothered by this? I was like, <laughs> did you just like, want to get out of the car and go <laughs> shake the guy? Like, I, like, Stop it! I, my favorite part about all this is the assumption that this was a man. This was a this was a woman. Oh then, no, then this makes sense. Uh oh, oh then oh. explain. I can't talk on that. I'll get canceled. <laughs> I, as a woman, get into your a mic. Cis, a cis woman. Let's go. I don't know. I just think. It's no, that's just thinking. Does it like, just take me behavior? It's a stereotype to assume that it would just be like, oh, this silly little woman doesn't know that she shouldn't probably do this because if it was, I don't know, maybe her husband, she's thinking, oh, this would be nice for hubby. I'll just go mow the lawn and he'll come this back. This is and such a like, hot take. Yeah. Oh my God. Do you take. think that's actually what happened? No. Oh. <laughs> oh. She probably was just like, I got to get this done. Yeah, she probably hated it just as much as Yeah, but else. at the same time, yeah, that's funny that we would assume it was a man because I guess I would only assume that men are the ones to I just always lawn. associate like lawn mowing with like the dad who puts on his like lawn mowing new balances and like the long socks and shorts. Like, yeah. Just I associate it because of the memes. Yeah, exactly. Yet I, I, I laugh because, yeah, I am the one that mows my parents' lawn. <laughs> I am a disgrace to my Fight gender. the patriarchy. <laughs> but uh, that just makes it look worse now. That <laughs> it was a woman doing this. I don't know. It just seems like... Retract. Probably, well, it just seems like she doesn't either know what she's doing or... Doesn't care. Doesn't care. It's one or the other. Yeah. It's literally got to be one and or the other. And I respect both. I do respect both because... Honestly, go Dance off. to the beat of your own drum. Go off, queen. Girl, yeah. boss it up. <laughs> like, I fear I might have girl bossed a little too close to the sun. <laughs> Her lawnmower is broken. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's going to be completely busted. Ugh. Yeah. LOL. Yeah. I just, I, I thought that would be a fun way to that start off the show tonight. That was yeah. kind of weird. Yeah. That was odd. Well, hopefully your drive was good after that. It was, it was great. It was fantastic. Went to the water and love it. Heard the waves crash again. 
Yep, Eastern Passage waves right there, like right on the main strip. Mm-hmm. Great. Can't beautiful beat time, beautiful time. All Can't right. Be, speaking about getting to Dartmouth, talking about the bridge. The, the bridge, Halifax Bridge budget. <laughs> okay, so a lot of people came at us on this. Yeah, no, they thought we were dumb. They literally call us idiots, morons. Like, I went to school in the North End. I was called a lot worse than that. Straight up. <laughs> like, come harder. Come on. <laughs> drag me. Drag me through the mud. Well, they're going to drag me, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. I don't care. But, but yeah, there's a whole budget. People, like, it, it was. Because it, it's a public it's, it's, company. It's, it's, like, they, they released their, they their numbers. Yeah. And they released their numbers. But that was the thing. That, that's the thing we kept hearing. It was like, guys, there's maintenance. And there are people who's like, you guys are idiots. They have to paint it, too. Oh, you guys are dumb. They're old. And there's a lot of trucks that drive on this thing. Are you guys stupid? Yes. Yes. Period. <laughs> that is true. We are stupid. <laughs> but, however. However, on this, let's pull this up. It's actually all your low. Oh, you here, have a whole. Right oh, here. they have the PDF. Boom. Uh, Boom. Yeah. There we go. Perfect. Boom. Right here. Halifax Harbor Bridges, uh, Bridges S- is a self-funded organization that does not receive any revenue from the government. All right. So they only make their money from the tolls, basically, is what they're yeah. saying. Okay. Right, let's, let's see how much money they make from the tolls. All right. HHB, Halifax Harbor Bridge. Harbor Bridge Association, source of funds in 2019 to 2020. 1.4 million came from other things and interest. We don't know what those other things are, but 1.4 so million. They might have let out. Yeah, like, something the, like that. Yeah. Uh, six point two million came from the reserves, so things that they're saving, Just cash in the bank. We love that. Yep. Eighty percent, thirty one point six million dollars came from, from tolls. the tolls. <laughs> That's a lot of money. So let's just call it thirty-two million. Call it thirty-two million. Let's let's see the breakdown of this thirty-two million, shall we? Let's start with the biggest, the biggest pie. part part of the pie at twenty-seven percent, thirteen point six million debt reduction. So they just over almost a third of their money went right to paying off debt, but that that German debt. And right? then the second biggest oh, say was, talk about Dalton was capital investment, meaning they were using the money earned to go make more money. And how much of that? How much did they use for capital investment? Twenty four percent, eleven million dollars, eleven point nine million dollars, close to twelve. Huh, interesting. So. I think I also now just want to get straight to the point that the two line items tied for the smallest amount spent are operations at four point three million and maintenance at four point three million. Actually, when you break it down by percentage, maintenance cost is the lowest percentage at eight percent. So, out of all their money spent, you were wrong. Double homicide. Double homicide. <laughs> Had to do it to him. I kid. But the numbers don't lie. Yeah. No. The don't. numbers. Maintenance is part of their budget. Yeah. But it is 8% of it. Yeah. And so to say that uh, we need to keep this toll going because we got to, you know, maintain the bridge is ludicrous. If it's that, if, it, if we're only if spending maintenance that was much. such a big deal. Yeah. Like, okay, what if, what if it was the toll went down to maybe even just a quarter, 25 cents to cross? Yep. They would still. Get their maintenance costs. They still have their operations. And Maybe still they have- just wouldn't be able to invest so much of your money. Yeah. To make more. <laughs> what? That's, that's what they're a, doing. That's a good hot take. I love that's that. That's what they're doing. Yeah, that's exactly Capital investment. 24%, $11.9 million. It's kind of similar to what the bank does with our money, doesn't yep. it? Yep. And the debt's uh, 27%, $13 million. Hmm. So cool. that's great that, you know, so much of... The money we spend to get across the bridge goes to debt. Mm-hmm. I would like the figure 
of how much debt they have. Mm, we because all Y that. has 13.6 million over X amount of years. I'm sure that number has changed, but let's mm -hmm. say to account for inflation and how long the bridges have been around, that on average it's even 15%. I feel like that. how much debt can there be? Seems to be a lot. <laughs> oh my God. It's a bridge. Are they going into <laughs> debt to fund their capital investments? Oh. Who Cause, knows? Because that's a regular thing. Who knows? All I'm saying is don't trust everything just because they say it's true. Yeah. Just because, yeah, that's I'm going to leave it at that. But I thought it was interesting that, you know, <laughs> only 8% of it is maintenance. And to me, when I think like bridges, I think maintenance is probably like something you should invest. Like, what Like those are a big deal. Okay. I mean, I know they did the big lift on the last bridge. And I'm sure that cost a ton of money. Mm -hmm. So I'm just curious if this is like variable. Like, is it set in stone or will they take from other pieces that they need to? Like, if there's an emergency, I'm sure they're going to take from another spot. Yeah. I just wonder, like, which one will they take from? How, like, you know, I just, I just am curious. Yeah. And the thing with the operations budget, too, right? Operations are everyone they hire for the toll booths, everyone they hire to be in, like, the machine room, the camera room. Right, right, right. Um, also, to maintain cameras, stuff like that. Like, yeah. There's a lot of added stuff because it's a toll bridge. Yeah. Like, what if we stripped all that away? What would the actual line items be that they need to cover? Well, I am, and a lot of people, this may be a hot take as well, but I'm a huge fan of the license, place cap, license plate capture billing method, mm. which is where a camera just looks at your plate as it goes through. Right. And they just send you a bill every month. Mm -hmm. Imagine just without a Mac pass and you just drive through, takes a picture, you get a bill. I would love that. Really? Yeah. That seems so inefficient. Really? Yeah. Why? I have to get another bill every month. I have to go and pay. Use my well, credit no, card. No, no, no. You just auto pay, like with a credit card, like you do now. But what, okay, what's the difference having a Mac Pass versus like taking a photo of your license plate? Well, the thing is, is that it there's obviously people who don't get Mac Passes because they don't live here. Oh, I see. You're saying. So if you're from out of province, yeah, right, you can just get a bill sent to you to wherever it's registered. Mm. Um, and there's also people who just don't want, want to or know how to go get a Mac Pass. They don't want something stuck to their... Like, if I if I drove, like, a Rolls Royce, I'm not sticking a Mac Pass to it. Right. You know? I'm not saying that's a valid reason, but it's a valid reason for whoever owns in that car that doesn't want something stuck to their dash. Mm. Who knows? But at that point, you wouldn't need maintenance on, like, the arms. You wouldn't need someone in the coin booth. You wouldn't even really need booths, really. Like, you know, you would just need... A, straightway yeah i guess right so who knows who are we to say yeah what the what the bridges should do yeah all we're saying is the people that really came at us and really with like a lot of heat think twice next time okay <laughs> oh <laughs> gee there we go <laughs> next yeah, it's uh hdbc.ca slash wp the url yeah. do we want to go through the whole i'll URL? link it i'll <laughs> link it <laughs> we'll put that one in the show notes i'm weak no no i tease but uh, uh you know what regardless of the joke or or picking at someone i think it's good that people know where their money's going it's important it's important to be an informed individual yeah as we are actually as we we're on live earlier that was brought up yeah. by burn faith yeah shadow burn faith um for talking about how it's important to talk about things when when you're informed yeah so. absolutely mm -hmm. and straight up we love to hear it yeah all right next all right this is a big one we're just gonna read this article straight we're not gonna give an intro to this this is just crazy uh let's go to the cbc article here title is telecom exec 
Ian Scott to be next CRTC chair starting September. So this was an article published in July of 2017. And so, to refresh, CRTC is who regulates our telecom. Mm-hmm. We talked. Oh, that's all yeah. I was going to say. Yep. We talked about it last uh, couple uh, last week, yep. two weeks ago, how the issue with being in Canada and telecom is the only thing that's protecting consumers from the big three is the government and the government arm is the CRTC. Yes. That is who's supposed to be protecting us and protecting um, consumers. Yeah. So this man was appointed, this guy, Ian Scott was appointed to be head of that CRTC to make sure he regulates the big three and any type of telecom. So he's like company. the manager of that department of the government. Exactly. He's like the head honcho. Making sure everyone is just on the up and up straight as an arrow. That's well, well also I think, passing new policies, ensuring mm. they're enforced, et cetera, working with other agencies and everything like that. Like, it's a big job. Yeah, it's, it's a It's a big job, job very, a lot of responsibility. Yeah. So this article goes and says, the federal government has named former telecom executive and lobbyist. Always fear that word. Ian Scott to be the next head of the CRTC, the regular regulatory body in charge of setting and enforcing the rules in Canada's broadcast and telecommunications industries. Scott will be the next chair of the Canadian Radio, Television, and Telecommunications Commission starting September 5th, 2017, for a five-year term, and in 2022. Oh. He will head up the regulator after a 25-year career in telecom, including stints at the Competition Bureau and lesser roles at the CRTC, but predominantly as an executive with various telecom companies. Various. Hmm, interesting. Let's continue reading. Most recently, Scott was executive director of government and regulatory affairs at Satellite from Telestatsat. He's also worked for Calnet Enterprises, the corporate parent of Sprint Canada, which was bought out by Rogers in 05, and with the Canadian Cable Television Association. He was also a vice president and later lobbyist for TELUS. I didn't know that. I actually didn't know he had a career at TELUS. Interesting. Oh. Where he held the title of vice president of federal government relations. So he was literally on the opposite side of his current role. Mm -hmm. He knew how to schmooze the person he was becoming. Interesting. Wow. Cool. That's way great. to know the inside. Yeah, inside scoop. It's important to know. And then my my favorite part was he was appointed by Justin Trudeau because he really cares about the people, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that name rings a bell too. Jean Pierre Blay. Yeah, he's like he was the old one, I think. Right? Yeah, he was the one who tried to get Verizon up here. Yeah, he. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. So we'll kind of end it there because that's what really that was like the the juicy part of it. But oh, actually, here we go. But consumer advocacy group Open Media expressed concern that Scott, despite his experience, may be more likely to favor the telecommunications industry than consumers. Here we go. This is and this is quote. This is concerning. This is a concerning choice by the government. The group's communications manager, Megan Sally, said Canadians were hoping for somebody with a strong consumer rights background and will undoubtedly be disheartened to see the Trudeau government place someone from industry into the top decision-making position position while millions are relying on the CRTC to help render more affordable internet services. Wow. <laughs> so I thought this guy worked for Bell. I was wrong, yeah. I thought he had a Bell background too as well. Maybe that was something with the the SaskTel or something it was called up there. Yeah, he, was in, he was in a lot of He had things. a lot of positions, but that TELUS role, it, the title of his role was the... Vice President of Federal Government Relations. So his whole job was to just talk to Jean-Pierre Blas. <laughs> uh, so he like learned how to get on his good side, learned how to say the right things, schmooze here and there, kiss a few babies, get what he wants. So he knows how to <laughs> work with the new leaders of these big three. Because yeah. he was one. Mm-hmm. 
I think the thing that you got to keep in mind too is the the guy who was your buddy all these years is now your opponent. Oh yeah, so I know. Re- do you really think he's gonna fight for consumer rights? No, those are the people he goes golfing with, like at his country club. Mm-hmm. You know, oof, that is not for the people. No, so that's the issue that, that you're was not to. a for the people move. Definitely not. And uh, and this is like again, it brings me back. I want to challenge people to think, right? Mm. You know, a lot of people vote liberal totally because they believe they're a party that's for the people. Yep. Over the years, liberals have not really become that party. They've actually become the party of big, big business. Yeah, or slash for themselves. Yeah, and a lot of people don't want to accept that, but it's the truth. Yeah. Um, The reality is, though, the conservatives are the same thing. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. We're not trying to say that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like uh, like our politicians are. Hey, we're screwed. We're screwed. Well, they all just. I mean, they're they're all the same people, just wearing a different. Yeah, icon, we've talked like about a little a logo. Yeah, it's so hard because there's so many Canadians who are like, "This is the guy or gal that's going to like fight for me." I know it, and then they get elected and they do whatever they want, but what they promised. But these people, and I've been in the position where I'm like, they just didn't have enough time. They spent the first four years dealing with the backlash of the previous and the blah, 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 blah. And I give all these reasons, and then I look at it seven years, eight years later, and I go, they were a loser, you know? But that was seven years wasted. So then you, in Canada, you vote strategically. NDP is not going to get in, so I have to vote liberal to make sure conservative doesn't, or vice versa. So then the other one gets in, and then they're just as useless. And uh, someone brought this up on one of our comments when they were talking about the telecom industry. Oh. As, as you know, typical Canada, we uh, we just go to whoever uh, to spite the other guy. Yes. and just That's like how, how we vote. That's exactly how we vote the same way. We just vote out people. We've never really... We never voted in anyone. Yeah. I would... Uh, the 2015 election, I think, was a mixture of both. Oh, there's a lot of voting in Trudeau. The people yeah. were very fed up with Harper. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people were like, wanted Harper out, but they also really wanted Trudeau in as a mixture of both. Yeah. Yep. 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 But then here we go. Trudeau has become the guy that you hated. I know. And in such weird ways, because to me, it's like, what's, what's the deal with cell phones? Like, why do we have to safeguard it? There's something going on behind the scenes. That, like that, that's, that's weird. Like I get there's a ton of money on the line. And I understand these are big businesses. But like the way that they guard it so heavily, shut everything down and go to the point of creating like anti-American cell phone company propaganda. That's like dictator type stuff. Like that's what crazy outlandish leaders do to their own people is like talk about why something's bad when any sort of research group who looked into that was like this is only good for canadians you know it's like people doubting something that's it's is weird there's something going on that what why is it so guarded it's like are these companies gonna go bust if they start letting other people use their infrastructure like maybe these companies are like way in debt for building the amount of infrastructure they did and they don't want to share. Like I'm just saying, I don't know this for a fact, but I mean, I got to know why they're so scared of competition. Mm, I, I mean, we, we've both have been bell customers at various points. Yep. I lasted two weeks and I was done. Oh they, yeah. They have the worst customer service I've ever seen. Yep. And I remember the woman, the woman that uh, was on the other end of the phone, uh, when is I this went Bell Alliance or Bell Mobility? Bell Alliance. Got it. And, 
uh, she got like aggressive with me and like really mad that I was quitting or like getting rid of my bell services. Right. And this was, it was a weird situation. I got bell. I lasted about a week. Yeah. And then there was a huge thunderstorm and like it just knocked out all their servers and this, that, the other. Right. Right. So I had no internet service. We were, I was trying to call bell. Couldn't get through. Like it just like, it was like dead. It was a busy signal every time. Like yeah. couldn't get through, couldn't get through. Yeah. And I was like, what the heck's going on? I was like tweeting the account, wasn't getting anything back. And I was like, and this was going on for three, four, five days, no yeah. internet service, nothing back from people. I was like, oh my gosh. I literally had to pull up my old Eastlink modem and just plug it in. I was like, this is ridiculous. I need internet. Yeah. And I finally got a hold of Bell eight days after. Yeah. happened once the phone lines died down yeah then. and i was like and there i was like hey i'm uh, switching my services out and they're like why i told them the reason and they got really upset with me yeah and i was like dude you guys there was no sign that you were trying to get a hold of me you're there's no sign you're trying to rectify the situation there was nothing yeah um and there's like well you're going to east Lang, it's just more service you know we have the best internet and i was like i'll be straight with you i'd rather have slow internet than no internet at all yeah they couldn't say nothing about that. Yeah. You you had left me in the dark for almost two weeks. Bell, I mean, having worked for that company, they don't care about retention. Mm-hmm. It's all about new clients. Now, I've also worked at a major, like, store where they sell multiple carriers. Mm-hmm. No care. None of them care about retention. It's not Bell specific. Yeah. None of them care about retention because <laughs> where are you going to go? Yeah. You're going to go to one of the other two that are available. You'll come back later. And then you go to the last one. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the first. You're, you're going to, you will have bell services again someday, undoubtedly. If not, if this doesn't change, mm-hmm. there will be a reason. You'll move somewhere. Something will happen. There'll be a good deal. We will all have bell services again at one point, And then we won't. And that's the way it goes. Mm-hmm. In the last six months, I've been with three carriers because they just keep giving better deals. And I, it's easy enough to switch, so I do. Mm-hmm. It'd be so easy if I didn't have to. Right. If it, everything just worked the way it was supposed to. Right. So it's so frustrating when your money's no longer good enough once they've got your signature. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you got you know telecom companies that are you know just gouging us like crazy. Yep. And you have got CRTC who's headed up by one of their homies. Yeah, by an old pre- like vice president. Yeah. Who used to be a lobbyist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, and. It, and shout out to, I actually don't, I'm sorry, I don't have the name offhand, but there was someone who actually uh, sent us the link and let us know about this. Oh, I yeah, shocked. I did see that in the TikTok comments. Yeah. It was very helpful. Very helpful. Yeah. I super appreciate bringing that up because I didn't know about this at all. Yeah. Uh, this was wild. That was great. But, I mean, I guess it does kind of make sense why that, um, well, when did Verizon say they were trying to come here? That was before. That was 2014. Was, right. So it was a little bit before 2017. Mm-hmm. So it was, I wonder who shut that down then. See, that's what makes me think because that Jean, the old CRTC guy was for it, wasn't yeah. he? I mean, yeah, it was the, I, what I understood from the situation is the government at the time was really pushing to get them up here. And the problem was Verizon wanted to use the old infrastructure of Bell. And the Bell's like, no, you yeah. built your own. And then you got to think about it. If you're Verizon, you're tapping into a, a market of 30 million people at the time. Yeah. And you got to set up infrastructure that's like vast. Yeah, it's like it's not really worth the the investment. At that no, point. it's not. So that's mainly what shut that down. Was Bell's like, you're not touching our infrastructure. <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. I wow. literally miss when I went to Nepal 
and I got a SIM card because mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'm not doing Rogers extended coverage. Uh, no. $7 a day when I'm there no. for 18 days. <gasps> I got a SIM card for 20 bucks and it was 35 gigs. Oh, probably out of a vending machine. Honestly, they were like, we need a photo of your ID. And I was like, why? <laughs> and they were like, you're right. <laughs> and then they like took a photo of me and my roommate and I, I can't remember like i think they took a picture of our passport and then they're just like they put it in like a desk drawer and then they gave us our sim cards and i was like what but it was great best connection i ever had wow yeah nepal gotta love it <laughs> it is interesting how like literally every part of the world is like got great accessible phone plans like, and internet yeah like anybody i've met and we can't even get like five internet to <laughs> rural parts of nova scotia yeah. I would love like for the campground, the, camp, the campground I used to go to, and not that far away, it was just in um, a little before Windsor. I think it was before Windsor, and they had dial-up. Wow, I was like, oof, dang, that's crazy. Or like they have bad satellite internet. Yeah, that's like only uh, forty-five minutes from the city. Oh yeah, if that absolutely yeah. was not that bad. That's crazy. I mean, my last apartment with Jill, we had to get the extender pack in a two-bedroom apartment. That oh, yeah. Was because, it, like, it wasn't far, yep. but the one wall just, like, also completely... Also, for some reason, the internet in the south end is bad. Oh, were you with gosh. Eastlink Purple Cow? Uh, we were... <laughs> I've been with every single yeah. as well. I when had we my were in fun the share. south end, we were with Bell. Right. And it, we had to get an extender. Yeah, and so, well, I was with Purple Cow when I lived in a bachelor, which was fine, because it was yeah, just, I, I was, like, it's just you. I was, yeah. it was just me, but then when we moved upstairs to the two-bedroom, like, I couldn't even reach our bedrooms, and Crazy. I canceled with Purple Cow, and they were just like, no, don't leave, <laughs> I was like, you guys can't, you don't even have an extender, and they're like, oh, you're right, okay, <laughs> and so <laughs> I got Eastlink, and yeah, it's just crazy that it cost... And then they charge so you for the extender. It was it was twenty five dollars extra a month for the extenders, <gasps> just to get it into like in our you, Josh, you saw our place. It wasn't that big. Like it was like a longer hallway, but it did it not was need like, an extender. Wow, it's so dumb because we needed that. We were working from home and stuff. Like there oh, was yeah. nothing else you could do, and I you had to like pay to get it f- installed faster, just because they're behind on everything. Like that's the way it goes here. Yeah, on well, brand. Well, oh Canada! <laughs> all right, wild Next. card. Here we go. Wild card segment. The one that you guys overwhelmingly, all, overwhelmingly, and uh, this is the warning. It's, it's no warning. one knows what it means. It's about but it's to get provocative. Yeah. No, it's not. It's it gets gross. the people going. Yeah, it's about to get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dal home coming, <laughs> yeah. Dal Hoko, reckless little teenagers. Tearing up South End Halifax. Is it even the South End? That was South End Halifax. Oh, I thought they were uh, yeah. out near Quinpool. They were everywhere. Oh, it was. But like Dal, like. It was like, mainly Dal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like okay. on near, like when they said off campus, it was like streets over. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It, it was not, that. it was not very far from right. campus. Yeah. So yeah, that all went down and people were not very. Uh, so I, Dalton, just paint a picture for the people that don't know what happened. Just kind of be like an idea of like what was the big hubble yeah. about and what happened. Yeah. So, um, I mean, as typical with every other school year except for the last two because of COVID, um, there was a homecoming party or parties 
which have always existed at frat houses or sorority houses in the South End, because um, Dal does have a dry policy, so there can't be a lot of partying on campus where it would be safe. But so they were all off campus, and I mean, it was the entire first year class almost like it was like it yeah. looked like the entire first year class was out on the streets mm-hmm. um and i get this year it was illegal technically because there is still outdoor gathering limits so that was i guess the main reason people were certainly going crazy there was a tiktok that did not age well of these two mm-hmm. girls talking about how they were being safe and they were fine and then it cuts to a kid on a stretcher so people also were like you're lying it's clearly not safe um and then the next day dal itself was like we didn't yeah we are gravely disappointed in the deplorable reckless behavior of our students who organized and attended large unsanctioned and illegally they covered all their bases (laughs) yeah um street parties near campus yesterday we're working very hard to ensure appropriate consequences will follow so i think this year the issues with it were one there was covid so they were like that shouldn't have happened with the regulations um, I know neighbors were upset that they were loud in the street. Mm-hmm. I lived in Halifax for 22 years. Since the age of five, I've seen almost every Dalhoco downtown. Yeah, This was not that different from any of the ones that I've seen before, other than in the last two years. They were being first-year university students, and they got absolutely crucified. Yeah. And I'm sorry to say, but I think some of it was a little too far. Yeah. I mean, except for the fact that when that guy, that one TikTok of the guy like <laughs> jumping off of the. Onto the table? Like, no, he jumped into the, wasn't he jumping into the Trying crowd? Jump like, oh, like they the all crowd missed jump him. And oh, they, all they all missed, missed him. him. Yeah. That's where I was just like, what is going on? Totally. And you know what? Pages like Canada Party Life and like other Instagram pages that encourage like that type of partying mm. have tricked these kids into thinking that that's how you're supposed to party and i've been at parties where people like fly down from the stairs onto like a table like a pong table i get it it's cool in the moment you're like wow that's crazy um but this guy got actually hurt like he i think he actually was like yeah he must have like he was like jumped from like 20 feet yeah like he was like bad for the night so but they they arrested 10 people people get arrested every year i know yeah but then this is like the first time that i think people are hearing about it i don't know what people think happens there are people drinking in public since 8 a.m every year people get arrested at hoko you're drinking in public from 8 a.m yeah every year people get arrested for public intoxication yeah it's just and it looks like this every year and every year there's kids on their balcony they're drinking they're smoking and whatever else they want to do and yeah, like look at this one. Peggy Walt lives a couple streets away from the but says the overflow spill on her street. She says around two AM she asked a group to go inside their building. Yeah, like, that sucks, Peggy. You know, <laughs> but you live near Dow. That happens every year. Yeah. It's a, it's I don't feel bad for Peggy. <laughs> I, unfortunately. It, well, it's true. I mean like yeah, even at when I was staying at my friends by Quinpool and then I heard people like getting rowdy and stuff. I was like, Oh, Hoko, LOL. I'm going to go to bed now. Yeah. Like, like I was so unbothered by the, and I get it. Like I don't yeah. live there. I can't, uh, what everyone's going to say, mm-hmm. but like it's, it's homecoming. And you know what? Yeah. You might crucify me for this, but these people, assuming they're in their first year, yeah. had the worst grade 11 and the worst grade 12 of their lives. They luckily didn't get to graduate either 
appropriately. Not that they really graduated in 11, but they likely did not get a great grade 12 grad. Mm-hmm. This was their first sense of normalcy going to college with new people, you know, moving into their dorms, getting moved in with their parents. They were living the Zoe 101 dream of going to university. And part of that is homecoming and you can't get it back once it's gone. So I'm not mad at these kids for taking advantage of something that they will never get to experience. And when they're 50 and none of this matters anymore, they're going to go, that was fun. It's just, it was odd to me thinking that it was the end of September that they did it. Because usually it's like the first week of school, is it not? I think, well, this year, I think they're like their first week and everything got, because they had like a double large class this year. Right. So I think the whole move in slash like getting ready was longer this year i think that was part of it um and homecoming is always around the first sports game of the year so like smooth's first game is not until almost october because they wait till football yeah dal only dal doesn't wait for football dal will do theirs around their soccer game i think so i think they were just waiting for their first soccer game yeah yeah i think yeah i couldn't even tell you because i just was like what but i was just so unbothered by it i was so Unbought. I was like, who cares? There, and you know what? They are they're They, I know they have the sign relax for double vax, blah blah blah. But I'm gonna go out on a limb and say these people most likely are double vaccinated. I've seen, you know, at least in my own eyes, people my age and younger have been like hyper for the cause, do what's right, they'll do it, they get vaccinated. So, yeah, I don't know. That's my piece. And I'm just, I brought this up. Yeah, I brought this up because this is in uh, Waterloo where they would have their, uh, basically, Hoko and different parties. And literally their 2019 St. Patrick's Day party was 33,000 yeah, people. Yeah, go to this one and make sure one of these pictures makes it into the TikTok that this becomes because that's a homecoming in Toronto. That Yeah, in, in, this, in this is in London. Like, this is not, this is even, not even Toronto. It's not even Toronto. And that's the thing where I'm like, I guess it's different in terms of like also the city's grown up in the last two years we've seen it by the amount of buildings jobs that are being created for high paying skills city we're growing up people want to be here people there's tiktoks right now being like i left halifax two years ago because i thought it was going nowhere now apparently it's a vibe to be there people are saying like it's a trait to like live in halifax right now yeah like we're we're taking off people want to come to school here kids want to have their university experience here yeah. And they had it. Yeah. With that comes consequences. University students always, listen, there's always consequences. University students are, it's, I did things wrong the most in my first year of college. And I got told I did the wrong thing the most. And they're just going to get a verbal lashing. And in six months, I don't think this is going to be talked about. Exactly. Because even people that were there was like, it was what I expected. Super crazy, but felt safe the whole time. I mean, yeah. of course you do when you're half snapped from 8 a.m. But that's what that's what it is. Yeah, I I just think it's it's just normal at this point. And like, I don't know why it was such a big deal this year. Me too. I, I really I really didn't know. I just laughed at the videos. So I think there's a couple of things. Um, I think obviously, as you said, I think COVID obviously had a huge part to do with it. Yeah. Because um, the reason is I doubt anyone like anyone who has a family who lives in these areas are like, I probably just roll their eyes. I'm like, ugh, here we go. Yeah. More obnoxious um, behavior. Students, yeah. The difference this year was people had a reason, had a, had public exception to object to such a gathering. Yeah. Because of COVID. Yes. In the name of COVID? Yeah. This is wrong! 
Well, they had no crutch two years ago. No. Yeah. And I think that was mainly it. And that's why this thing got so inflamed so quickly. Yeah. Obviously. And then obviously the things that make the news are just like, yeah, these students peed on my bushes. And, and I'm not, I have left downtown and peed on people's homes. You know, <laughs> like that's what happens when you leave downtown. That's what, is that what happens when you leave downtown? No, I'm not going to pee my pants. Yeah, exactly. Sorry to say it. <laughs> and if a cop asks, I've got diabetes. Like that's how it goes. That's how it goes. I'm not, I'm sorry. And these old, like these people who are like, demonizing party behavior and i'm also not doubting covid it's very real i don't go downtown right now because i don't want to be around that these kids are also not stupid they got accepted to dow for a reason they know the severity and they made a risk analysis decision and they went for it so who am i to say they shouldn't have i just compared to the states i mean well what can you compare to the states but like I know. You see this every week in Florida. Yep. Like, I, I don't Is know. Is there going to be community just... spread? Sure. Are people going to get COVID? Uh-huh. Yeah. I think it's just different because it is Halifax, Nova Scotia. And this Canada. is like the bit, and they had to have something to sell. So, and it did. You know, like there had to be something that made going back to school bad to push a narrative. There was something that had to make this bad. I know. I'm. I'm also not dumb. It looks bad. Like it, it looks really bad. Yeah, but it but is. What I just it is. these kids. I just they're so unbothered by it. Yeah, like everyone but the students are bothered by this. Yeah, I think it too. I mean, for the people that have such an issue with it, or using COVID as you know the reason for yeah. going after them, um, you know, uh, I'm I'm not really going to touch on COVID too much because that's when people get really spicy. Totally. But you gotta. I think this is where the empathy really comes in. You know, are the people that really did some stupid things and like yep. there was like individual in- incidences that were pretty nasty? Yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah, I'd yep. be, I would be annoyed by vandalism, abuse, yeah, all cussing at families. That's not what that's, it's about. Yeah, that, that's not what it's about. That's wrong. But I will, you know, to for the people that the pretty much the general populace, yeah, who were there, as you said, grade eleven, grade twelve. Like, could you like? Did you imagine just? Just transport yourself back to your high school days. Could you imagine two years of your high school being online or all masked up and can't be near your peers? Yep. For two no years. No grad. You don't get to walk across the state. And I hated every second of grad. I would never do it again. <laughs> True. But I wanted to walk across that stage so my parents could take a picture of me. Yeah. Yeah. And I think people need to remember these things of like when you're that age, literally grade 12, when you get to that, that 12th grade, what it, you're probably 17 by that point? 17, mm-hmm. 17 that's 18. right, yep. So yep. Two, two years of your 17-year life, that's a big percentage. Absolutely. Of yeah. you just kind of like you being inside. It's your half of your high school career mm-hmm. being inside. Like I would Yeah, you're it. only there for three years. Yeah, versus two years of your 35-year-old life, your 45-year life. It's, not, it's, a, it's a drop in the bucket in a lot of ways for you. So, of course, it's easy to criticize the behavior yeah but you when you haven't had the same proportion of your life life robbed yeah yeah or what to a 17 year old feels like being robbed Mm -hmm. you know yeah at first it took me a long time to realize these this time was not robbed from me Mm -hmm. good things happened in this time but to a brand new university student this is all they've got half these kids aren't from here this is how they make friends find people they trust yeah this is all a part of going to school. Exactly. And 
And with that, I think that's a good way to end out. That's it, man. That was a great show, y'all. That's it. Thank you, y'all. We want to hear more from you, so jump on our Instagram, jump on our TikTok. Yeah, TikTok's place to be right now. Yeah, that's where all our whole community is essentially right now. So, whatever it is you're doing, whether you are just walking home from work, or going to Dalhoco, or getting arrested at (laughs) Dalhoco, whatever it is you're doing, wherever you are, we love you, and we're out. Peace.